Hello and welcome to Essentially Chi Aligned, the podcast to help open your mind, expand your horizons, to help you align with your highest self possible. I'm your host, Jenny Hughes, an intuitive channeler, a lover of all things aliens, where I say paranormal is my normal. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Today, I want to talk to you about crystals. If you are new to me and what I do, I am a crystal seller and my shop is EssentialChiJewelry.com. My goal is to bring a variety of crystals to you that call to your senses and help you in your spiritual journey. Crystals tend to be popular in hippie groups, witchy groups, geological groups, and overall collectors. But if they call to you, then it's meant for you. I've noticed a trend over the pandemic that crystals have been a huge part of people's lives. And I think maybe that has something to do with people being at home more and wanting to create a good environment, a happy, high vibe space. Whatever it is that attracts crystals to you, I'm glad that you welcome them into your home because they are amazing gifts from this earth. I wanted to share a little bit on how I found crystals or how crystals found me. I've always been that kid that collected rocks at the beach. And then later when I grew up, I collected crystal jewelry, not knowing that they had the metaphysical powers. I also noticed that I tend to draw toward certain types of crystals when I was buying jewelry, like I was on an amber obsession at one point, or blue goldstone, which is a man-made stone, but it still has its gifts in itself. I later had somebody tell me that crystals have a vibration and they help with different things and that if you hold on to them, you can feel their energy. It took me a really long time to feel anything from crystals. So if you don't feel anything from crystals, do not be discouraged. You can get this eventually. So I found this little shop along the Oregon coast and it had Japanese art, African art and crystals. And so I went to the bowl that had rose quartz and I picked one up, see what I felt, put it down, picked up another one, did it over and over again until I actually felt something. And then when I went to present my gift to somebody of my specially selected rose quartz, they said that it actually had a really high vibration to it, although I only felt a little bit. So. That was my first introduction to crystals and being able to feel their energy is just this little itty bitty tiny tingling. And then later I realized that the crystals helped me in so many ways in my life. So how do crystals work for you? I could go off on a whole scientific portion of this or I can go on the whole woo side. 
I'm just going to keep it simple for you because I don't want to get lost in translation. But basically, crystals have a vibration. Some have a higher vibration than others. If you were to look at the electromagnetic spectrum, there are different wavelengths. And with light, there is a visible spectrum, red being a lower frequency and violet being the highest spectrum. So if you were to look at crystals in the same way, a amethyst being a purple or indigo color would have a higher frequency than a red jasper, which is red. And so if you look at also the chakras, the root chakra is red. The sacral chakra tends to be oranger colors. The solar plexus is in the yellow range. The heart chakra are green. Sometimes your pink crystals like rose quartz or kunzite will also be for a heart chakra crystal. But then you have the blue for throat chakra. You have indigo for your third eye. And then you have violet or clear for the crown. You have a frequency and crystals have a frequency. And usually when you're attracted to a crystal, it's trying to help you with the vibration that you want to be at. And so it's like when you see somebody that you admire, you admire a certain characteristic about them. And it's something that you see that you probably don't have in yourself yet. And so you may want to hang out with a person to be able to, you know, see if you can match their frequency. And that's basically what crystals are doing as well. You are trying to match your frequency with the crystal. And so if I am attracted to clear quartz, I want to be a higher vibrational frequency. And for me, I tend to always be in my upper third chakras. And so I need to use more red crystals, black crystals to help ground myself. Um, Hematite is been one of my favorites lately. So basically crystals are trying to help us in adjusting our frequency to something that is in alignment. So how do you select the right crystal? It never fails. Every time I go into a crystal shop with a list in hand, it never ends up working out. It's like going into Target. You have your list and then you come out with everything except for what is on that list. So with crystals, I say go into a crystal shop or if you're shopping online, go with an open mind. Go and see where your energy flows because instinctively your body knows what it needs. I'll tell you a crazy story that I've had with crystals. So I shared a cube with somebody when I worked in an office and they had a selection of raw crystals on their desk. And this was before I really knew anything about crystals. And there was one funky little one and I couldn't remember the name. And I was just waiting for the the moment that he walked into the door so I could ask him about it because I literally couldn't stop staring at this crystal. And then when he came in, I asked him about it and he, he literally just gave me the crystal and he said he didn't need it. Um, and then he told me it was aragonite. And so I went to go and look it up and I was holding the crystal in my hand and this eye twitch that I had for three weeks straight literally went away. And as I was looking it up, it said that aragonite helps with muscle twitches. 
I was blown away. Um, I think I need to surround my body in aragonite sometimes because I get these eye twitches a lot. But that is just a little sample on how crystals help you. So another way that I select crystals is if I have a certain theme that I'm trying to accomplish, like open my third eye, ground myself, or just help me feel better with a feeling that I have, insert emotional imbalance, (laughs) I will go for a certain color of crystals. And so like if you are having a heartbreak or grieving of any sort, I tend to mention go for green crystals like amazonite, green opal, and uh, garnierite is another good one. If you are looking for something to help you with like lucid dreaming, I highly recommend going for like amethyst, lapidolite, um, labradorite. Those are third eye crystals. And if you're looking for something for protection, black crystals tend to be a really good one. And so there are different, you know, color classifications that you can select crystals to match the set outcome that you want to do. If you are an absolute newbie to crystals or are still confused on which crystal to select for you or what's best for you, I highly select getting three or four crystals like selenite or satin spar. They are pretty interchangeable with their properties. That is a protection type crystal. It's a clearing crystal and it also helps to attract your angels and your guides. Amethyst or rose quartz is another one I highly recommend. Just go with the color that attracts your eye the most and what makes you feel the best. I started out with rose quartz. I actually didn't like amethyst to start with. And so you don't have to go with what the majority says, but they are both very calming, loving crystals and they will help to really balance you out the best. It's the overall well-rounded crystal The next crystal that I suggest is black tourmaline. Black tourmaline is an amazing protection crystal and it tends to be one that most people don't have like a really strong reaction to. And the last crystal that I recommend for everybody is the crystal that your eye is most attracted to. Your eye will naturally gravitate toward a specific crystal that your body instinctively needs. So when I was going out and looking for citrine, when I first started shopping for crystals at crystal stores, I found that citrine was really too high vibe for me. Um, I could use citrine now. I love citrine. It's like one of the ones that I get in abundance. But I was more drawn to hematoid, which is hematite and quartz. And hematite is a very grounding crystal. So go with what your body needs because your instincts are stronger than your conscious mind. So don't negate what your body is instinctively telling you. And sometimes it may not be the prettiest crystal, but go with the one that your vibe attracts to the most. And so now that you have a particular style of crystal that you're attracted to, you're going to pick out the individual one that you want. Now, most things are online, and so you can't necessarily feel the energy by touching the crystal physically, but you can also 
hover your hand over the picture of the crystal. And if it's a shop that will show you the exact crystal that you're going to get, this makes it so much easier. And you can literally put your finger over each individual crystal and which one gives you like the best vibration, which one actually makes you tingle inside or gives you a feeling of happiness or grounding or insert desired effect you're looking for. Now, if it is a crystal shop that, you know, it's like you're picking out a tumble stone, they're not individually going to show a picture of every tumble stone. So that's where you have to trust the instincts of the crystal shop owner. And most crystal shop owners will usually pick instinctively the one that is right for you. I know I do. I tend to pick out the ones that have the highest vibration for the person in in my mind when I am picking instinctively a crystal. So you know you're going to get a good one from me. If you're in a shop and you actually get to touch the crystals, like I said in the beginning, you can pick up a crystal and see how it makes you feel, put it down, wait a few seconds, and then pick up another one and see if it gives you a different feeling. If you're not getting a feeling from any of them, just go by what your instinct is instinctively drawn to, maybe visually. And, you know, it. not all people can feel the energy of crystals and that's okay, but it's your intuition picking for you. So now you have your crystal selected, you have it in hand. What do you do next? There are so many people who touch crystals on their journey to you. And I highly recommend clearing your crystals before you use them because you don't want somebody who had a negative energy that had touched your crystal to come onto you. Some crystals can transmute negative energy, but not all crystals can do that. So what I recommend is either get your selenite out, your satin spar, and lay your crystals on top or inside of a selenite bowl. And that will help clear the crystal. I recommend maybe 24 hours just to let it just sit there, let the energy cleanse out of it. So another method of clearing is smoke clearing. And due to cultural appropriation, sometimes people do not like this one. The most common herbs used for smoke clearing are white sage, and this is the one that is the more controversial type because it is not ethically sourced and sometimes is stolen from native lands. So if you grow your own, you can dry your own white sage and it's completely safe. You can also use rosemary. You can use black sage, which is also called mugwort. And another one is blue sage. And another one that is my new favorite is cedar. So when you're sourcing these different herbs, please don't pluck them from your neighbor's yard without permission. And also please ask permission from the trees if you're getting the cedar from them. I tend to go for a cedar that has already fallen on the ground. So please be respectful in how you source your herbs. Another thing you want to be sure of when you are using smoke cleansing is to have a window open so that the negative energy can flow out of your house and not have the spirits running around in utter chaos, not knowing where to go. When I am clearing using the smoke clearing method, 
I'll use the mantra saying, I clear and transmute all negative energy across all time, space, dimension, and reality while I'm waving the smoke around the crystal. Now, with some herbs, it clears all energy, good and bad. So make sure you put an intention or an affirmation that you desire on your crystal so just anything doesn't fill its place. I can go on and on about different methods to cleanse your crystals because there are so many types, but water cleansing is good for quartz type crystals. So amethyst, clear quartz, smoky quartz, rose quartz, you can clear your crystal underwater and basically wash the negative energies away and say an affirmation while you're doing it. Another method is the salt method. You can get like Himalayan salts and place your crystals on top of it. Some crystals are adverse to salt. So please research which ones can be in salt and which cannot. And also which ones can be in water and which cannot. There is this myth that if a crystal ends in the word ite, then it cannot get wet, which is not true. Just like I said, make sure you research your crystal and the appropriate methods that you can cleanse it if you're using water or salt. So now you have your crystal in hand, it's all cleansed and it's ready to go. What do you do next? One thing that I recommend is getting to know your crystal and aligning your energy to it. So what you can do is sit like you're about to meditate and hold the crystal near your solar plexus chakra, which is right above your belly button. And go ahead and close your eyes and just feel the energy of the crystal. Take in some deep breaths. Visualize what you would like to put into your crystal, the intention that you want to use it for. If your body starts this way while you're in this visualization process, go with it. It's part of the alignment process. If your body isn't doing it, it's okay. It's what you feel comfortable with doing while you're holding the crystal up to your solar plexus chakra and putting the intention that you desire into it. So maybe if I want more focus, then I start focusing on, I want more focus. If you want to attract more love in your life, start talking to your crystal about some of the things that you desire if you want protection or if you would like some sort of guidance you know you can do whatever you want it's your crystal it's your program that you want to insert into it and then once you're done programming your crystal and aligning it to your energy then you can start putting it in the areas of your home that you would most likely use it so that when you're really needing its energy, it's there for you. You can see it. Sometimes your crystals will talk to you and say, hey, you know, you need me right now. And it's totally normal. I have my crystals like reach out to me all the time. I had this little tiger eye elephant that was sitting on my dresser for a very long time. And one day he's just like, I need you. You know, it's like, bring me into your office, start using me. And it was funny, right after I had brought him into my office, I had a past life reading and she had asked if I had a really strong attachment to elephants because she was seeing that in part of my 
lineage, uh, there is an elephant energy that was there. I'm like, that's really funny that you mentioned that because this little tiger eye elephant wanted to come and come to work with me today. So it's very interesting some of the things that pop up when you work with crystals. It's definitely interesting that when you start working with crystals, you start to see a pattern of the type of crystals that you are drawn to. My top favorites are citrine, golden rutile, most of any of the green crystals like garnierite, amazonite, green aventurine. Those are all some really good ones that I like. And then with the blue ones, I really love iolite, blue abatite, tanzanite, and also blue fluorite. Definitely blue fluorite. But ironically, all the type of crystals that I'm drawn to, the ones that I use the most, because using and drawn to are two completely different things, are calcite. 100% calcite are my mainly used crystals. Orange calcite, honey calcite, optical calcite. These are some really amazing crystals that are just they're so abundant in the earth they're like the worker bee crystal that seems to get overlooked a lot but they are very powerful they tend to be a well-balanced crystal for energy because most of these also align with our solar plexus chakra and that's where we take in a lot of energy on a normal basis when we interact with people so if you ever want a fail-safe crystal go with a calcite This episode is starting to get a little lengthy, so I'm going to cut it short here and how to use crystals in a different episode. So maybe setting up crystal grids, which crystals are best for your home, in which areas of your home and things like that. If there are any particular questions you have about crystals and you would like me to address it in this next episode, hit me up on Instagram or my contact form on my website, EssentialTreeJewelry.com. And while you're there, go check out some crystals because I got a lot of them. And also, I usually have live sales on saturday or friday so if you're over on instagram on the weekends and are looking for something to do go check out my live sales they usually start around 5 p.m pacific time so you can find me at essentially chi on instagram thank you guys so much for all of your reviews on my first episode it really touched my heart and i was really surprised at all of your good responses. So thank you very much for that. So thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends if you found this helpful. I can't wait to bring more content to this platform and download my thoughts into your ears because I have so much that I would really love to share with you. So until next time, thank you again. See you later.